0: to the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's that simple. Just remember to use the code PHNX when you sign up. We've got Frank Sanders, aka Mr. Christmas in the house. We've got Johnny Venerable, aka the Red Power Ranger in the house. And myself, cheers and Susel. It was supposed to have a, a full football costume, but uh, only half of it got delivered, so I've got a football shirt on. It's not looks
1: very, good. Not it's very the exciting. Thought, it's a thought that counts. It's a thought that counts. Yeah, it looks good. It, it's
0: no red Power Ranger outfit.
1: Yeah, I know, right? That's, that's fly. That's uh, oh, It is red. Oh, there we oh. go. <laughs> oh,
0: shout out to Jacob mm. for all the special Halloween effects tonight. We appreciate Thanks, that.
1: Thanks, Jacob. That's pretty fly. I do love it. I love. I actually, I actually love Halloween. I do. Uh, when we were kids. Um, it was literally. And don't be like I'm a little more, more older than you guys. And so I'll start tripping. You know what I mean? You like, search on your age here. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just had to stop because I knew you guys would be like, you know what? What? What did you do? Like, what did I do? And I was like, Before honestly, really, connected? we threw eggs at. We threw eggs. Like ask. we literally threw eggs at kids as they walk as they were coming through trick or treating in the neighborhood. And we were not like it was like a, a normal neighborhood kind of like Tookie, but we just were, just it was the spooky moment. so we throw eggs over the house we throw eggs at kids but we then we would go and you know some guys would run through what the if neighborhood we child
0: got salmonella poisoning
1: right? you didn't think about that well that that wasn't what well, well, do kids think about those things that are important when they're doing mischievous <laughs> stuff no not at all and uh but we had a lot of fun i i love halloween i love trick i love walking up saying trick or treat smell my feet
0: well fun fact about me i've never been trick-or-treating
1: well we gotta change that really i've never been okay mom and dad just was anti no way
0: yeah i went to these things at at our church called harvest festivals
1: i yeah i did that too with the girls when yeah yeah once i mean look as a christian i understand it i do get the the formalities behind it and uh and so my mom and dad they were they were christians and they would they at the at they Still thought that Halloween was a kid's thing, and so you had to do it. And they, they love putting out candy for the kids in the neighborhood.
0: Well, here's the thing outside, I'm one of five but... kids. My older sister and I weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. My younger three siblings, thank you, were allowed to celebrate Halloween.
1: That's <laughs> how it goes, <laughs> yeah, right? That's yeah. like, oh my god, don't do that, don't do that. Okay, uh-huh. you can do that. Okay, yeah. mm, that's not that bad. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. I was allowed to play video games, the younger three, I'm allowed to play video games, anyway. Uh,
1: <laughs> parenting <laughs> as you go through the seasons of it, you learn so much. Really yeah, do. with
2: my second daughter, we basically given up. She just start throwing things at her. Our first child, we were like, "Yeah, we'll do it by the book," you know, no, no snacks, you know, no, no sweets, nothing like that. No juice. With my daughter, who's a terror, who's two years old, it's just like, how can we get through the day? You know, here's a Capri Sun. Throw egg of waffles at her every morning. Yeah, my wife would kill me if I, if she heard me say this, but it's the hundred percent truth. the Second child thing. So I, I
0: sympathize yeah. with your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really do. All right, well, before we get into some football talk, let's talk about a very important topic surrounding Halloween. The best Halloween candy. So we have our rankings here. Um, I'll, I'll share mine first, okay? I've got bottle caps, number one, hands down. Coca-Cola, cherry, root beer bottle caps, delicious. Then sneak, Snickers, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Airheads, and then Twizzlers. That's that's it for me. Those Those are the best for me. So, yes. I, don't,
2: I don't dislike any of those, but the, the number one pick right there, just th- when I saw that pre show, I was
1: legitimately shocked. It's the best. Like the plastic, like the look pl- with, with the little oh, juice God, on no. the inside, oh, the plastic for bottle caps are the best. No, 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 no. Bite no, no, no. Those and they squirt like a little, then you no, like chew on it. That's it.
0: disgusting. Do that's, they even make those? Oh, anymore? they do. The
1: wax. Yeah, do. Yeah. The wax that's, what I thought, that's what I thought you had when I was like, no, bottle caps? No,
0: like, no, 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 no. Bottle caps, they're kind of like. Um, they're kind of like uh not sweet tarts.
1: like spree yeah Sur- spree sweet tart ish yeah, yeah they're
0: kind of like sweet tarts but they're not they they don't have like the sourness to them it's like literally like a sweet tart but like think of like a root beer or a sweet so tart.
1: if it was root beer it was root beer and if it was coke it was coke and yeah, if it was but, like a sweet
0: tart candy okay, okay. all right so it's yeah. delicious
1: okay so they gave those so for you when you went you didn't go trick-or-treating you went to harvest fest i so went to harvest fest they had yeah, they had like the fun size
0: little yeah Buck. That's like a normal thing.
1: Not where I. always felt like the people who gave those out really didn't
2: give a shit about Halloween, but now I know that there are people who genuinely like that candy, which is like you know what, what I think I think I think of bottle caps and I and it makes me think of old people. So what? I'm glad I'm glad to see that they're still around. I don't dislike them. Can somebody them.
0: please <laughs> that's listening that likes bottle caps just throw something in the chat so I know that I'm not alone here. My goodness. Thank you. Can we get Jacob. the list back up,
2: Jacob? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, so I think the general consensus between the three of us is Snickers are top 5 yeah. across the board. Cheers your your list when I look at it is mostly non-chocolate with like the it's like sweet sour mix, sour patch, mix, heads, sour patch lips, yeah, heads non-chocolate stuff. When I have sour patch kids, I feel like my mouth is always like cut up the next day. Is that part of the appeal because it's like got so much coating on it? <laughs> No. Yeah, I just
0: love getting my mouth cut. Up. I, yeah. I don't
2: know, but like some people That's are into part it. of
0: the appeal. Yeah, I know. it doesn't do that for me, Johnny. Okay, so, so maybe
2: I'm I'm incredibly soft. But <laughs> all right, my list is top to bottom. Uh, I I'm a, I'm a big Heath Bar guy. I've said this before on Phnx programming. Toffee, I'm into toffee, so it doesn't matter um, what what kind it is. That's my. That go-to. sounds old to me. It is. So I I I'm put my foot in my mouth there. Uh, and then I'm tra- traditionalist, so I like Milky Way and I like Milk Duds, uh, the Tootsie Pops, the suckers themselves. That's a staple in our house. Tootsie um, Pops? Yeah. Nah. And then the one I, I left off here and you made fun of me pre-show was, have you guys had, have you had a Take Five before? You know what that is?
1: Absolutely not.
2: And so it's like-
1: I have no idea what it's that is. It's almost like a- Take no. Five.
2: <laughs> Caramel and nougat five. and then there's pretzel in it. It's relatively new. And the look of disgust that Cheerson gave me uh, when I told her that I was a fan of it. Um, so now I'm glad
1: I didn't put it on my list because I would have gotten shamed. I, I 100% think I'm like the most normal dude in this point when, we, when if you're going trick-or-treating and, and someone has a bunch of candy out there. Like I'm thinking Almond Joys and they like Almond Joys, m ms Rolos, like just I do like Rolos. Twix and like stuff. Like I just don't know. I've seen those those type of bags that's out there for the stuff that you guys are describing. But as a parent that loves kids, I don't think I would never. Yeah, I, yeah, I just but said that. But you have I almond just,
2: joys? Like, my yeah, son would not touch an almond Most uh, no. kids do that. Hey, Most kids do Almond
0: joys. Well, the, the
1: question is, the was ones? it my favorite? Is it, isn't it about me? I don't think it's about, like, <laughs> it's, the kids that's coming to the house. I, <laughs> I would get them. And if they didn't want it, then I was, I was happy that the kids didn't want the almond joys. Like, leave more for me. What's I don't, the
0: other? Mounds. Yeah. Do you like mounds?
1: I love all I love coconut candy. If I have a sweet
0: tooth, I can eat literally anything. It doesn't matter what it is. I'll take a take five. Like whatever. I'll enjoy I'll eat it. But it's just not my favorite.
1: Yeah. So but I think that uh all my stuff is all chocolate. I'm a chocolate lover. I got a sweet tooth bad. I ask God never take that away. Fried chicken, please, Lord, don't let that don't let that go away. Please, ice cream. Just started that? Like, just, Yeah, just don't. don't, don't, Lord. You know, you, <laughs> you get older, you be like certain things stop. You stop eating because you get older. They be like you can't eat that. Yeah, like I don't want that ever to happen when it comes to ice cream, sweets, fried chicken. I'd be like, Lord, that and bacon, like bacon, like God, please leave bacon alone. Let me have that. Let my so my body has to be in place. To be able to do that. So that's why you and I'll be working out here soon. That's right. And using the Manscaped 4.0. <laughs> <Porno. laughs> what?
2: That's
1: a far left
2: turn onto <laughs> one of our promos. But I guess we can go there. Manscaped.com, promo code PHNX. So if you had an opportunity to come out to Lola's last night at the Westgate, Frank and I and cheer were there. Frank and I in particular, we hope we we look the part because we utilize Manscape on a regular basis to get ready for You know, the the plethora of photos that we took uh, before and after the game, Manscaped.com is going to help you set up uh, post-Halloween. So if you're going as the Wolfman this Sunday and you want to get situated for the holiday season, look good for your family cards, get-togethers, photos that comes with that, uh, Manscaped.com, promo code PHNX is going to get you free shipping site-wide as well as 20% off. Lawnmower 4.0, they've got trimmers, they've got, I was going to say waxers, I don't think they have those, but they've got body wash, they've got gel, a plethora of supplies. Check it out, manscaped.com, but you got to use the promo code PHNX.
0: Well, while we're going out of order, we might as well just uh, mention our partners over at DraftKings once more. The good thing is, all weekend long, since the Cardinals have already played, everybody can just bet on NFL games Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about their fandom getting in the way of any Mm -hmm. decision. So hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you have not downloaded it yet, make sure you use the code PHNX when you do so. If you combine multiple bets from the same game, you're always going to get a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you're going to win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, but best of all, you can Deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. But as always, when it comes to sports betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Unfortunately, I was, I placed a bet on the Cardinals last night.
2: You placed the money line or the, to, to cover?
0: To cover. Well, I, to cover.
2: To cover against the six and a half point spread, yeah. I think it was early for a lot of us that placed that bet, I did as well, that that was not going to hit after that first quarter uh, where the Cardinals looked dejected offensively. And we'll get into the game, but uh, I know a lot of people put big pun money on the on the Cardinals. Uh, our buddy Shane, producer Shane, uh, put a couple bills, I believe, on the Arizona Cardinals to cover last
1: night, or maybe even the money line, and that did not work out for him. <laughs>
0: Sorry,
1: Shane. Yep. I had a friend that uh, texted me last night, and they said they put $50 on the game, on the score. Mm. And they won $11,000 last night.
2: So, you know, like, they 11, guessed the score to a T? They guessed the score to, wow. to a T.
1: And she won 11000 dollars wow. Would she like she to did. make a
2: donation as, and, via
1: uh, Super Chat? I told her, I said, I just couldn't believe it. And it was uh, – <laughs> look, that's the beauty of where we are right now in – and betting and having the opportunity to change your life in one day and for the good. Cause sometimes it can go, it can go opposite. But that was a, that was a great thing to hear from her cause she's a single mom that's been really working hard on some stuff. Nice. Her friend called her and, and, you know, like checked her out and said, Hey, why don't you check this out and just put $50 down. Quit tripping. Come on girl. Just put $50 down. And he talked her into it. just said that she put it down and she just guessed the score. Reason why she guessed the score, her favorite basketball number is 42. But she couldn't do 42, so she did 24. And in some kind of way, she did some woman mathematical equation in her head and came up with four, with the points of what the Cardinals will have. And next thing you know, she had the exact points on the table.
2: So you're um, telling me she was celebrating when Kyler Murray threw
1: that interception. She was not happy and happy.
0: Yeah.
1: She was not happy and happy. And she was quietly rejoicing, but internally hurt at the same time yeah. just it just so happened she just said these are my numbers and i put it out there and she thought we she thought we had ran the table as a team just watching the way we was going and she said you know i just i figure i just go with green bay and it went winning the you know eleven thousand plus 000 plus dollars so for her. Pretty good for her congratulations so
0: well saul is in the chat and uh he appreciates your effort johnny he doesn't know, what to, he doesn't know what to think about all the costumes, but he does appreciate your effort.
1: Is that Saul's picture? Yeah. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah.
1: That dude is a handsome. <laughs> no wonder, man, she picked him up. Man, this that dude is handsome. Look at you, Saul, in the picture. Man, I've never <laughs> I've never seen, excuse me, folks. I've never seen him a while without, you know, facial hair. Yeah. And look at that guy right yeah. there. We keep it Sol. casual
2: here at PHNX obviously. Yeah.
1: So. Man, that dude is spot on handsome. Go ahead, Saul. Show them what you're working with.
0: Uh, Bird Gang Travel Club. How bad were our score predictions yesterday? Well, we all predicted the Cardinals to win, so pretty dang bad.
1: Look, I, I had 42-17. I really thought this team was going to come with meet the match, well, show up, excuse me, with the energy that we were I, I was hoping for. Yeah. I was just hoping that they would realize this is a moment to to be defying across the board, nationally, with the media, with the fans, um, just for themselves to say, we can go out and beat a team and and punish a team that doesn't have all the weapons, but to punish them. And so I had a 42, I think 42-17 score and it just didn't go that way. They did not come out, they looked lethargic. They didn't come with a bunch of emotions, um, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to ride the Cardinals because they showed up at the end of the game. It just did not go the way we wanted it to go.
2: You know, I uh, got the sense from every press conference I heard yesterday, from Cliff to DJ Humphreys to, to Kyler Murray, everybody was emotionally spent after this game. And I think it was the culmination of the past three or four weeks with the COVID outbreak and the emotions of losing J.J. Watt or even Hopkins and, and Watt playing their former team. And then you lose those two players, mm-hmm. uh, of course, Wad being out earlier before the game, Hopkins essentially being compromised and maybe not even be able to play. I just, to me, um, it, I know the Packers were dealing with a lot of adversity, too, but the Cardinals who were still learning how to win and how to beat contenders. Uh, I just felt like, you know, they had an opportunity to win at the end, but it just it felt it didn't feel like their night from start to finish.
0: I, I made that point yesterday as well before I heard the uh, any of the postgame press conferences asked Cliff about it today, and he kind of you know, it was said that yeah, all those things are you know hard to deal with, but at the end of the day, that's just that's the NFL. It doesn't mean just because it's not uncommon, you know in the league, it doesn't mean that you're not human, yeah, right. And right. so I for sure, especially after I mean all things considered and then tack on a short week and that kind of a loss. Yeah.
2: The why thing to me was the differentiator. He plays last night. It's a different game. We'll get into it. Frank's going to dive into the final play here in a little bit. But I I just, to me, that was so deflating. I mean, we felt it as outsiders looking in as quote unquote media a couple nights before. And it was just like, what's happening? Yeah, he's not going to play, but he's out for the year. And, And he's been maybe the most valuable player outside of Kyler Murray. You could sense that yesterday. It just they just weren't the same team now. How they respond in the coming weeks? You know, hopefully they'll overcome that adversity. But just if this game maybe had been played Sunday as opposed to Thursday, and the, and that news wasn't as fresh, because right. literally he, w- he was like, oh, I'm, this is irritating me, and then he didn't practice early in the week, and then I think he got most of his test run like Tuesday, and then they made that recommendation. It just to me was was too much too soon for this team.
0: I agree. Hopefully, everybody's able to go out, have a good Halloween weekend, spend time with the fam, hang, laugh, forget about it, Mm -hmm. and just have a good weekend. Uh, Speaking of people having fun, Max Williams, even though his season has ended, he's continued to have fun on Twitter, and uh, he's entertaining on game day, posting how he's watching the game and what he's wearing so yesterday he posted a photo that mimicked the draft day photo back in 2020 that cliff so famously took at his house and so we've got a graphic of the two photos side by side so you can see what we're so this is cliff on the top this is max on the bottom it was absolutely hilarious and um he was spot on with it so Today, I asked Cliff at the end of the press conference, I made sure that I got a serious question in there and all the serious questions were out of the way. So to wrap it all up, I was like, let me throw in a lighthearted question. I asked him if he if he had. Well, we'll play it because actually I've got my question in there. So this is how the press conference ended today. I'll end it on a light one. Wondering if you happen to have seen Max Williams photo that he tweeted out and your thoughts on how he did uh, replicating you.
1: I did. I just asked him how he was able to fit in those pants. Coach, thank
0: you. Thank y'all. Thank you,
2: everyone. <laughs> God bless you, Cheers I, I told you on Twitter that's the proudest I've ever been of you <laughs> because that team needs an opportunity to smile and laugh. And I know he didn't, but I, to keep it lighthearted like that, because uh, they need context right now. It's not been a fun couple days.
0: Well, and there's. I hope I'm not reading it wrong, but some people were like, "Oh, he's totally wasn't amused." I could be reading it wrong, but that's just Cliff's. Like he's like the best at the deadpan. Yeah, like that's the straight his, man. Yeah, this, yeah. So that's just Cliff being funny, and we're all. I was on Zoom, and so we were all laughing, but we are all silenced, and so it just made for like the most awkward ending to a press conference ever.
1: You know what? He's. Uh, we said it. um last week was winning is fun losing 100 percent sucks like there's so many things that you have to go back in your mind and so many questions you have to answer and then he personally had to look at himself did he coach well did he not perform what did he do wrong and to answer the questions to what happened and why it happened and um to walk into a, a media room and have to Deal with the questions which you guys ask. I thought that is a great desi- that is a great job by you, Tristan, to try to help help him cheer him up. But losing sucks, and the coaches will never show that it it's they just will hold a grit in their teeth when they're talking like they're gonna talk like this. Then they have no smile, no personality. So great question, That's but funny. to me, if, if I'm him, I'm laughing on the inside because. You got to look at a former a player, not a former player, but a player that just lost his entire season and is trying to enjoy the moment. And he's just replicating you guys. And I think what Max did was absolutely fly. I love that from I hope he funny.
0: continues to do something funny like every week. So the first first Sunday he was out, Oh wait, has it been more than?
2: I think it's been, this will be his, He's missed three weeks. Three mm-hmm. weeks now. The first okay, so maybe right. he only
0: did two out of the three weeks. But the, f- the one where he had like basically like full uniform and his helmet mm-hmm. sitting in, sitting on the couch, it's cla- it's it's great. Yeah. He's
2: gotten dressed up each of the past two weeks. I think that third that first week he was probably like right out of surgery. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, good good did. good sense of humor by Max. That's 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 a tough loss, and to have that kind of attitude and sense of humor to still be on Twitter and not like just go into a wormhole, look. The, the mental the mental strain and the emotional toughness to, to be out of to your season to be done. And all you can look at is your goals. And typically your goals are I'll, I'll, I'll have 75 to 100 catches. I'll have a thousand yards. maybe this is my first thousand yard season and then I can get that check. I can get that money back and then Cleveland Brown happened and then you know now you now you still have to feel like you're part of the team. He's doing something that most players would never do which is still feel like they're part of the team. And I love that.
2: And I noticed, too, on Twitter, not that Twitter is the end-all, be-all, but he's, like, incredibly active. He likes and, and retweets a bunch of uh, tweets related to Zach Ertz. So he just shows you he's, a, he's the ultimate team player. He wants this team to have success. Yeah. He's bought in. Um, and that speaks to the culture the Cardinals have. And that, that's why I do think that they've got enough guys in that locker room Without Max Williams and JJ Watt to overcome this, and
0: I think JJ Watt is still gonna be is gonna be a guy just like Max Williams, where he's still very much a part of the team. You're still gonna feel his presence. He's still gonna be, you know, on Twitter supporting the team, out on the field supporting the team. He was out there still, you know, last night, and um, so that's that's good. If you haven't seen it yet, we do have a T-shirt. Uh, I don't know if we have the graphic for it. Uh, A J.J. Watt-inspired t-shirt up on phnxlocker.com. Maybe we are just effing better. J.J. Watt may or may not be back on the field for the Cardinals this year, but it doesn't mean that that quote is any less significant. We all rallied behind that, unfortunately, last night. That wasn't the case, but in general... I think it is.
1: Our record speaks for itself. Stop doubting us. We have beat a lot of good teams. We beat a lot of great teams that you guys had on mantles or the media had on a mantle um, before we even faced them. And then the Cardinals went out and, and, and absolutely destroyed them. The Rams, the Browns, the 49ers. It just, and they, they got it, they smacked up the Titans. So the list is a tough list of teams that were supposed to be their top tier players. Look, top tier teams, we went out and smacked them, put a 30 burger on a lot of those teams. Shut down their their high powered offense or destroy what defense they thought was amazing. Last night came down to one play, one moment, one opportunity. And had he made that play, this conversation, what else would they be saying? How would they be talking? I, we've been saying for the last couple of weeks all they've been waiting for is to to have this this correct already written out pro already written out formation or statement to say I told you so that the Cardinals were not what we thought they was. So to me and honestly, that's that's their loss for not really looking at a really good team, and that has a lot of good players that that have answered a lot of the calls um, to to rally around themselves and to beat up on the teams that depend on their schedule.
0: I think they kind of they should at least get somewhat. Of, not I don't, I don't know if a pass is the right word, but when you're going up a team, going up against a team like the Packers and a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, I just don't think that anybody ever counts them out mm-hmm. and they're a fan they're a fantastic team and um you know if they had lost to the Texans if they had beat the pack beaten the Packers and you know, lost to the Niners or if they you know lose that still lose to the Niners next week or you know I, I think then maybe some conversations could be had but just after this loss you know it is what it is yeah
2: Matt LaFleur since he became the Green Bay Packer head coach this is his third season uh, third or fourth season, uh, I think has the best winning percentage in the regular season out of any head coach in the NFL. Um, and so, you know, say what you want. They haven't won the Super Bowl, but they, they are incredibly difficult to beat, you know, even without a slew of players. And we saw that last night and to beat them typically. And if the Cardinals anticipate playing them again down the line, you, you have to almost kind of play mistake free football. And the Cardinals turned the ball over three times last night. Uh, you know, Rondell Moore had his first like welcome to the NFL evening. Not great timing. And I chalk it up to there wasn't one singular position group that that hung their hat and said, you know, we we performed well outside of maybe the running backs. I thought Chase and James had a good night, but like the defensive backs, Byron Murphy got beat twice. There was no pass rush. The run defense was was bad. The offensive line was shaky. Kyler didn't play well to begin the game. You know, you didn't have Hopkins. So I just I think you just chalk it up as a team loss and you move forward.
0: I agree. Um Drumroll, please. Time for Frank Knows, one of our favorite segments here on the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Frank Knows it all.
1: Frank Knows something. uh, You
0: have a few plays on that final drive that you want to break down for us,
1: don't you? I do. And here's, before we get in that, I just want to, let's tee it up with this conversation is that, of course, if he just turns around, the play happens. I do also want to add this to the conversation because you asked me that I have some. I was like, no, nah, it's all about the stats. The stats are the facts because literally, the, well, the comment, we got dominated. Yeah. In every category, pretty pretty much we got dominated. So if you just look at the numbers, uh, we always want the numbers Diamond don't
2: possession, lie. Possession, total yards, yeah.
1: turnovers. Yeah. Yep. We lost in all of those categories. Everybody wants to blame. But clicheically, the conversation is always stated. It just takes one play. And so all I want to do right now is, and like you, the fan, like us, the media and us as just we're fans, too. There's some questions that you have to ask. And so what I wanted to do was I went back to not the play that he didn't turn around on, but the play before that. Because Mm. we were driving 99 yards, Mm. pretty much essentially 99 yards, and they were just making play after play after play. So, guys, you have to look at that like we're making play after play. But we're giving ourselves a chance to win the ball game. And that's all you can ask for. We can go back to Larry. We can go back to Hale, you know, the Hale. Uh, Hail Hale, Hale Rogers when he threw the ball. Or just okay. Rogers when he threw the ball at the end of the game. And, like, so we've had over the last couple of years, these last moments and these last drive, incredible moments between the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. So this is no different. And the person who comes up with the, the final play typically wins the game. So what I wanted to do was – Because there is a question, how could you not turn around? And we were talking about it the other night was the RPO offense, and sometimes the run-pass offense uh, presents itself where the receiver is running a play, but he could be blocking and not know that it it was to be turned into a pass play. And so I wanted to check and see what was the formation in the play before that when Murray ran Mm -hmm. and then I wanted to go back to see was the formation the same that would have indicated to him just to give him an out. Yeah. There's some things that, you know, what did he hear? What didn't he hear? Because it just doesn't make sense that everyone can say that, you know, as Todd talks about, he says, look, a high school receiver would just in a single coverage would just turn around and know what he's the only receiver by himself. We do that. So, Jacob, let's run it a little bit and we'll go. And what I want to show was this is the formation right here that this is the formation is this the formation before? Go ahead and run it so I can see if this is the one that Kyler ran on and then the next play. Is this the one? Go ahead. Okay, pause right there. Okay, so go can you go back now? Now I can now I can see what we're talking about. So you guys can check this out. We have a three by one set, three down, three receivers at the bottom, one up top. Look at what, you know, if you look at what uh, a green base presenting, you can see that they have basically one one cornerback on top of A.J., but also they has an, another one that is kind of lurking on the inside that says, I'm covering the slant, you got the outside. You see that? Yep. And so Kyler reset that perfectly because if you if we count the box, you go one, two, three, four, five. They got five down linemen. Well, one that's standing up, two standing up, and then two sitting down. That's five guys on the line. And we got five linemen. So we can basically block it also with our, with our running back in there, Okay. So run the play and we can see Kyler makes a good read. Go ahead and run it and you'll see. He's he saw the guy come down. He sees that he got one on one. And it's just him. So, and then what look what look what AJ does. He blocks. So this look like a pre uh can you go back real quick so everybody can go. I just want you to so we can dive into it. The formation. Look at the cornerback up top, come down. Then you see Kyler reads it. He goes, he sees AJ goes and blocks. Mm-hmm. And you would think it was just an automatic call that this is going to be a quarterback run. All right, now we in the position where now let's go to the next play. Nice
0: little, <laughs> nice little touch with the right. flying back. All
1: right, co-paws. Now we see again. We have a one receiver set with three down at the bottom. They have one, two, three, four, five, five, and the t- and one, two, three. They got six guys in the box, which we always talk about. One, two at the bo- one, two, three at the bottom. One, two, three at the top. Okay, and we still got our bo- we we got a box of six. We got our five down lineman, and we got a running back that's right there. Of course. The clock is for it's for it's uh 15 seconds going in the game. We're on the second and we're second and goal. And so that means we have opportunities. We just have no timeouts. Yeah. So if he throws the ball, throws it in a way where he can't catch it, then we have another play, another opportunity, right? So now there is no guy that's on the outside. So now what we look at, the play before we saw that there was a the cornerback lurking, right? And now we don't have a cornerback lurking. And so to me, this would mean that if Kyler decided to run, then he would have the right side wide open again. Just what he had before. So I don't know, because we can look at the safety on the top right, and the safety's coming down like he's going into the box. And so to me, if Kyler wanted to run and burst outside like he did before, he would be he would be the guy that's alone, the lone guy running the ball. So yeah. and then he would he would need somebody to block that cornerback. So why would AJ turn it, uh, uh, which is an automatic pass play, into a run play?
2: I just got to think with the time on the clock and no timeout, okay, and you have to have time to try to kick a field goal too, especially okay. if you fall well short of the goal line. Yep, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm with you. You just everybody in that stadium knew second and third down, you're thrown into the end zone and let the chips fall where they may. Can't take a sack. And God forbid you get to fourth down, you stop the clock, each of the last two plays, and you can get Matt Prater on for a chip
1: shot. And the difference with that is this here. Kyler's running the ball. He runs. He doesn't like it. He slides. The ball in his hand. He gets up. The ball is still in his hand. He runs. Put the ball in the middle of the field. Put the ball down. They hike the ball. He spikes it. That's 15 seconds. It's 13 seconds. He starts to run. He gets the ball. Starts to run the ball. He sees that he's outnumbered. He slides. He's giving himself up. They can't hold him. So he gets up then. That's seven, eight seconds off the clock, maybe. He runs and he spikes the ball. So to me, this is the only caveat. Now I'm saying you're playing devil's advocate, but I'm saying, like, when you look at the numbers, go back to the play and you look at the field and you go back, and then we'll say, we we'll say hike, and then you say, go say hike, and pause. Now see, there's guys blitzing. And so I agree. So now maybe Kyler thought that he was outnumbered because the numbers would outnumber. On the right side. And they're playing man-to-man. with This is zero coverage. And so, basically, in zero coverage, he should have known that, according to whatever it would have been, Kyler doesn't throw the ball directly at him. He throws it where it looks like A.J. is not in the position or A.J. bats the ball down. We only had we have 14 seconds on the clock. We still got 13, 12, if it's batted down. Yeah, so, but here's
0: the thing. Go ahead. Here's the thing, though – it, it was a massive miscommunication because they were coming out of a timeout. We talked to Cliff today. Oh, were they really? He, he confirmed that they had talked about the like the, the situation.
2: I'd forgotten they were coming out of a timeout too. That's even more. They were coming out of a timeout.
1: Boom. See, That's that's,
2: in, that's inexcusable.
1: That is inexcusable, and I
2: just, I was trying and to. That's on. That's on both cliff and Kyler to make sure everybody is on the same page yeah i mean he
0: doesn't cliff literally he's like he's like i i just don't have an answer other than it being miscommunication i cannot speak for what was going on in anyone's head we talked about it we were coming out of a Mm -hmm. timeout he's like two great players weren't on the same page and that's that's all i got for you
2: well and i i like the play decision A lot of people are like, well, that should have been Hopkins. I mean, A.J. Green one-on-one this year has been incredibly effective, especially with jump balls. He had one earlier in the game. Uh, You could have gone to Zach Ertz. The Cardinals had the size advantage in the red zone with Green and Ertz. And Ertz made a contested catch on fourth down earlier. I would have maybe been more prone to to target him. But you had single coverage across the board there because, Frank, you mentioned that they were blitzing the house. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the very least, if he gets his head across, uh, around, I should say, and even if the ball is not perfectly placed, like he can play defensive back and knock it down, you, and then you live to, to fight another day on third down. So, it just it was just a complete mental error on AJ's part. Hey, Todd saying
0: ahead. again, a wide receiver has to look on red zone offense, no matter what the play call is, in case the quarterback gets in trouble at minimum. Peter agreeing with me. Uh, keep in mind, hey, it, it happened after a timeout, so
1: that's the part where. That's why, that's why I went back to see what was happening, like what was going on and why would he not turn around? It made no sense to me. Why would he not turn around? And I go back, to, I mean, like here's an opportunity to win the ball game and put yourself in a position where, you know, y- you could be that guy. You now become the guy that literally almost a thousand of your jerseys get sold. You become the guy where they can always trust you if D-Hops is not there. Because he seems to have like you know recurring little little knickknacks, so and unfortunately he just turned out not to be that guy, and and that that to me is um, it is inexcusable because you should know in that window of time what what is going on.
0: So let me ask you this: What can a play like that do, or are you trained? And he's a veteran, so are you trained to get over it, move on, or can a play like that have an impact to where? all of a sudden it gets in your head at at minimum the next time you're out there on the field until you can kind of play a game and and let that be in the past.
1: It's, it's, I mean, all week long, he'll deal with that until Kyler and him gets on the football, until they get on the football field in a game-like situation and Kyler finds him again. And he has to know, Kyler, if he doesn't know, someone has to tell him, you need to find a way to get the ball to AJ in this scenario, because he has to prove that he can body up and overcome that moment. And so then... That little hint of doubt that would be out there if D-Hop's not there or the hint of doubt is that they're doubling D-Hop's. They've overloaded the left side in the three-by-one set with all the players and you're you're out there because what the NFL would do is next time they're going to do the exact same thing. They're going to say, this guy ain't going to be ready for that. He, he he doesn't know how to handle the pressure. So we'll put one cornerback on him, and we'll double everybody else and see if Kyler has the guts to trust him to see if he'll make that throw. So Kyler, I would say, has to come to him and talk They'll talk about it, and he, they can express it amongst themselves. But in truth, you won't know that until he gets into the game again.
2: I, I think you're right. I think the, just they'll feed him targets and they'll move past it and thank God this is not the postseason and it ended the season this way and he'd had to sit on this for six months. Yeah. Uh, sure. It's one game.
0: Speaking of sitting on it, though, they've got more time to soak it all in before they take the field since they played on Thursday now. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing?
2: It's a good thing from a sense that this team's banged up and they need to get players back.
0: And well, what about mentally?
2: I, I, it's well, huge. If they're, if they're mentally huge. weak, which none of us think they are, then huge. it'll affect them. A.J. Bre- Green is a generational player, one of the best players the last 10 years at the receiver position. I don't think this is going to hamper him second half of this year the Cardinals need him uh, I still think it's been a phenomenal signing just you a bet one bad play
1: we talked about this after the game and you said Frank you know emotionally an emotional win or they've been carrying themselves with all these wins primarily emotionally mm-hmm. and it's and it's and it's hard to do When I say it to you I said Aeneas Williams pointed out something to us you know when we was running in 98 when we was on our run and it was we had to win four games out of the last six And the last four games were never done we didn't dominate anybody. We literally fought our butts off to overcome the first half debacles and to overturn the last second half of the game and walk away with a win. The Jake Plummer. So literally I got like twenty five Jake Plummer comebacks in NFL career history. So it's like but that's not fun. It's fun when you look at it on paper, but in reality I'd rather be sitting on the sideline eating Skittles like Marshawn Lynch, once we've already dominated a team, Mm -hmm. I would prefer that. But that's the part where the emotional hype and the wins, um, it was a lot to put together what we put together the first seven games of the season. yeah. And now the stretch becomes now, the next half becomes, because other teams will get better. The teams that were struggling in the first half because they didn't know who they were, they didn't have an identity, they are going to figure out who they are now. And then the teams that were supposed to be good should get better. Yeah. And the Cardinals, we didn't know who we were, and then we like, boom, here we are. Now we're seven. Good we're point. set. We're seven and zero, and now <laughs> we face an opponent that could transition, could change which direction we go in the postseason, or oh, in, in the off, or postseason. But in reality, the next ten games or ten games have to be: Are we physically healthy, and then are we mentally ready to just really go out and play good football and get to that next phase where we're not leaving plays on the field? But we can dominate teams and start putting guys in, um, our backups in, and let those guys start finishing the fourth quarter because we have enough talent to do that. And that would be something pretty special to see, taking that next le- that next leap would be that.
2: The good news is I think the Cardinals' margin for error we saw yesterday is bigger than a lot of teams where they yeah. had an opportunity to win and they got played for four quarters. Well right? stated. And, well said. And so that makes me feel good, especially when you consider the return potentially of somebody like Rodney Hudson. They're going to get reinforcements back in the, in the coming weeks. Yes, there's no WOT, but you get more and more time with Zach Gertz implemented, implemented in this offense. Uh, I still think this is a 13- or 14-win team, especially when you look at the second half of their schedule. Before the season began, everybody looked at this game as one of the toughest, if not the toughest, game on the schedule.
0: So Cliff did say that um, Rodney Hudson's made great progress. Um and that both Hudson and Max Garcia uh, are going next week in hopes of playing against the Niners. So
2: I saw your tweet, and I thought that was really interesting. I read that as, unfortunately for Josh Jones, with his play recently, which just hasn't been good enough. Uh, It has not. I I read that as Max Garcia could potentially be your right guard next week if he's healthy, if Rodney Hudson's also back. That's how I read that. Now, I don't know that definitively. uh, josh had a, a good start to the season but man he's been overpowered recently by some bigger defensive tackles you know not to get off track here but you watch the last couple weeks maybe he is better off as a tackle and you just kind of develop him for eventually when kelvin Beecham opts to to not be with this team anymore or he's your swing tackle but i i i read that as max garcia is the right guard next week
1: i would not be surprised by that
0: that's a good point. That's a very good observation. Are you getting a little itchy with that thing? I feel like
1: I'm a cheerleader now. You oh. know what I mean? I just feel like you know these little pom poms. Pom poms out. He's like, let's Father go, Father Card- Christmas, Father Frank.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh,
0: well, the Cardinals' receivers didn't find the end zone, but if you had placed a bet on. The Cardinals running back's finding the end zone. He would have won some money. Chase Edmonds, silver lining. He finally got his first you're, touchdown. You were right.
2: right. I was
0: right. And uh, James I, Connor got two.
2: Can I share just a quick funny story? So I was putting out tweets after that Chase Edmonds touchdown. I could not see in the press box the numbers of the players. They had that. Those black jerseys with the red numbers. Oh yeah. And so I thought that was Kyler on the keep. And I was putting out tweets and I'm like, Murray Magic again. And everybody's like, Johnny, you dummy, that's Chase Edmonds. And so I rewatched it. And they are so similar in their running style. They're almost the exact same height. They each were single digits. So but I had to give you a lot of love because Cheerson did predict that, that Chase would score. Yesterday. I did. And
0: also I can't I have trouble seeing from that press box. I'm assuming that you are not one of those with the binoculars that watches no, the like that. No. I can't do that. And so a lot of the time, this is me in the pre- like, I don't know if I annoy people or not, but this is me in a press box. Who was that? Who was that? <laughs> On my right or my left the whole time. That, that was Chase, right? That was Chase, right? Right. He got his first touchdown, right? Yeah, that was Chase. Okay, cool. Thank you.
2: No, <laughs> I'm, like I'm right there see. with you. <laughs> no, I my you know, this, both of our eyesights are terrible. I went to the eye doctor today. It's not a good, not a good situation. I have like the most aggressive contacts you can have, so... But I know, those jerseys, I think they look great. I
1: like that. But have that you wild. seen
0: how thick Frank Len- Frank's lenses are? He's got terrible <laughs> eyes too.
1: <laughs> I do. I can't see that much at all. I'm like ah ah <laughs> struggling. That no. was obviously it. Peter says, "Johnny's yeah, 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 definitely yeah, yeah, a <laughs>
2: binoculars <laughs> guy." What the hell does that mean? <laughs> like that, I'm a, some kind of creep peeping Tom? No, Peter, I'm not. So
1: that's too funny. Too I don't know, too what? funny.
2: I'm a fan. that's right, Jacob. I am a family man. A
0: very um, tight suit, body
2: suit. <laughs> hey, hey, body suit man. Yeah, the, unfortunately, as as I've gotten older, the suits gotten tighter. So, this I might retire it after this night.
1: Did you get out of the car and walk <laughs> up here with it? I did. Or did you put it on no. in the bathroom?
2: I drove from my house. Hu- I drove from I the, the house in the Maricopa. Outfit. I I left my house. My kids were like, "Daddy, what this the hell are you doing?" In, they didn't man. say like that. And I got in my car and I drank like, what my are you teaching st- that? and I drank my Starbucks and I pulled up. Thank God, there was only. This Did one. you get your Starbucks in the outfit? No, my wife brought it to okay. me. God bless your soul. And and um and I was walking into the building and there's this bro and he's walking up. He's like, "Sweet Power and costume. I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> and then I sprinted to the elevator before I saw anybody else in this building. So full context: our studio, this building shares many other offices with with professional working environments. And this happens to be one. And when we walk into the, you know, t- typically I have like, you know, aggressive Kyler Murray outfits or T-shirts or that kind of aggressive thing. But you know, Cal- we put together our outfits, you know, methodically here. This is on a different level. And so I made a beeline for the front door because uh, it's technically not Halloween yet. So
0: it's Halloween weekend.
2: Yeah, but I, I literally, you're, you're walking past people when we come into the studio to prep for the show, and people are in like traditional work clothes Correct. like suit and yeah. ties and business women yeah. and usually they look at me in my converse and they're just like yeah who are are you who are, are you somebody's kid trying yeah. you gonna go see your mom and dad i'm like no i actually work here
0: have you he ever says, been what you do at home is none of my business i just assume you rightly or wrongly own
2: a pair of monotchkes no my, my my son does i do not have my own
1: hey look jordan p been talking about you know aj and jp just honestly um uh, I just cannot see that being the possibility. But I am with you. What is the you. betting
0: line? Will you will get an AJ Green press conference before this next? Game. Yeah,
1: but he actually said that. You know, prior prior to that, he said that. You know, there you go. He said that he thought that you know AJ had some money line on the game as if he would throw the game.
2: AJ Green, oh, and that's not, I didn't see that you know, one. It's just it's a couple, on, man. couple
1: this, of planes up this there. Dude but,
2: took less money to come here. He's been uh, great. AJ all didn't season. clearly
1: bet on the Packers money line. Guy, dude
2: had so. one bet. No, play. no, Look at no at come no, on, seven one. No. JP, you
1: know you've seen you've seen this guy literally. I mean, just adjust and play and ball out. You remember when he had that single and,
2: coverage touchdown over the Rams that put the Cardinals ahead and set the tempo for that game. Dude is great. Let's just yeah, let's it's, pump it's our brakes. If AJ
0: wanted to, though, he could use the DraftKings sportsbook app. Download it, use the code PHNX, and he could have betted on it. If you would have bet, if he would have bet <laughs> on pull the a Cardinals Rose. to win, yeah. pull the Pete Rose, he would have actually gotten two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. I don't
1: think he'd pass on the the twenty five thousand dollars signing gigs as a HOF for that particular reason. I think that he would want the no. HOF and his no, no. benefits. Uh, that comes along with NFL players after they leave the game when he has his his golden jacket. So, which unfortunately, Pete Rose is still without without that situation. So, but look, I'm I'm with you that it's a tough loss and no one wants to lose that way. But I do say I think you said it best. You you just literally just said it best where the team stunk the first half. This is the Green Bay Packers. This is good. Aaron Rodgers. They weren't good. They, were, they weren't good at all. They stunk. Com, they stunk the game up completely. <laughs> game plan wise, statistical wise, they missed tackles after tackles after tackles. They running uh, Green Bay's running back looked great this yesterday versus versus us, and it was horrible the way we played. But some kind of way, this team decided to at some moment they figured it out. I, and I'm I'm most proud of them because of the fact that they like. They could have easily
2: folded the defense on that last possession for Green Bay and given up that touchdown. And it was first and that goal. That was big time. And they held them for four consecutive downs. And then to go almost the length of the field, the Devon Kennard um, pass defended. I, I just, to me, they could have quit easily. And they, just could. Say, they had many just opportunities not, to quit, right? They didn't. And just get run over. Many. Uh, there, you know, Tanner Vallejo's playing inside linebacker. That wasn't part of the game plan. Xavier Collins, I thought would have made an impact had he stayed healthy. Uh, I, people are saying that the Cardinals got out coached. I don't know if I'm going that far. I mean, you give up 24 points to the Packers, even without some of their weaponry. Like, typical- I think
0: at times, if you take a look at this, the way that the game started with the first half, I think you could definitely argue that at times yeah. that that was the case because they, they, they had to, to you know, make some big time plays like the goal line stands they had to Couple dig themselves out of down. out of situations. They had to play, you know, a, a methodical final drive of the game to be able to get into a position to, you know, what their hope was to either, you know, score and win or kick a field goal and force overtime. But, but also that defense, you know, with Rondale Moore's mistake muffing that punt, yeah. that goal line stand—that was the they, difference.
2: They, it was a three-point game, and
0: that was the difference. Yeah, I mentioned that. I mentioned that. You know, yesterday when everybody was immediately, you know, pounding on AJ, I said, you know, there was there were several mental mistakes that went into this game. I don't. Nobody knows what was going on in AJ's head. Nobody knows what was going on in Rondale's head. Why? You know, on that punt, they kick a field goal. That was the difference. But the defense did a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, in that regard, forcing a field goal. And then, um, you know, the goal line stand towards the end.
2: Can I just make a quick point here? So the point of the NFL in games is to keep teams out of the end zone. And I know that the time of possession, there's no excuse, right? The Packers were on the field the whole game. The Cardinal defense did not play well from goal line to goal line. But they did predominantly keep them out of the end zone. And both of the touchdown passes to Randall Cobb, I think, were on third and fourth down. So the Cardinals were forcing the Packers to later downs, and they only gave up twenty-four points, and they got gifted three points in the process. So I, I know it's it's frustrating because it felt like the Packers were on the field the whole game. I mean, I they think, were. I think yards are one of the most overrated things in the NFL. The job is to score points, and the defense, while not great, I, I do think at the end of the day. The Packers have, and as much as I love the Cardinals, a superior head coaching and quarterback combination. Cardinals aren't at that level yet. Kyler's not Aaron Rodgers, and and Matt Lafleur is right now a better head coach than Cliff Kingsbury. So, just giving off of that notion, I I just feel like we have to put it in proper context. I think that's why a lot of us were just so surprised when the line came out and it was as robust as it was for the Cardinals. But you know, it, at the end of the day, just didn't play well enough.
0: Todd mentioned time to have goldfish memory. I believe that is a reference to um, help me out here. Well, Ted goldfish Lasso.
2: only have. Oh, is it? Okay. Wow, I had
0: a brain uh, brain fart memory. Uh, it's just total memory loss right there. Oh my goodness. To Ted Lasso, uh, that's in Ted Lasso. I wish that I would have asked that question to Cliff because Cliff compared himself to Ted. Oh damn, yeah, that would have been. I good. should have asked that.
2: Let's see, if we, we, can we get Cliff on the line or get connected with Cliff? <laughs> Maybe we can tweet at him. He doesn't tweet anymore.
0: I should have said this is what the question would be. I would say you've compared yourself to Ted Lasso. There's some similarities between you and him. I wanted to know, like Ted, do you preach having a goldfish memory? Tremendous. That would have been And I'll thing.
2: pretend to be Cliff, and I'll be like, hell yeah,
1: PHNX <laughs> reporter, <laughs> Cherson
0: Susel.
2: Great question. <laughs>
1: What is a goldfish memory? Well, because they
0: they have like zero memory.
1: <laughs> How do you know that?
0: They're known for it. They've, they've got they've like, like their memory is like basically non-existent.
1: Two, two. Seconds. Like did they ask? Yeah. Did did someone ask a goldfish two plus two? And you it know, said they said four. Those tests and then he like was like, do on rats uh, and stuff. "I don't remember the next time." Like, like did they have CT?
0: We have people that can go to the moon. You think we can't measure a goldfish's memory?
2: Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't You're tell kidding. my kids that though, because if we ever have a goldfish, they're gonna be like, "That's my best friend. They know me." But yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: The goldfish doesn't remember
2: you.
1: Me. No. Are you for real? It doesn't no. remember you.
0: Shortest memory. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The, it has yeah. the shortest memory. Yeah. Yeah. Of any animal.
1: I would. I'm, you know, I gotta go watch. I gotta go watch the studies now. So, so I go hope watch the,
0: Ted Lasso, if you haven't. I hope the I Cardinal. I gotta go watch the studies, studies of that. Now.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, I do, because it's like to say he has the shortest memory to quantify the shortest memory. What is that?
0: Todd says, Frank needs to watch Ted Lasso. It's amazing. fish
1: yeah. only have 10-second memories. 10-second
0: memories. What is that what the Google sphere says?
1: I'm so amazed. I'm so amazed. You know what? I will, Todd, I tell you what, I will watch Ted Lasso, but I'm actually going to watch real studies of how long. <laughs> no, you're ago. not. No, swear. Okay, swear. so the
0: first, this Economic <laughs> I Times
1: so all I do is watch articles says most. Learn. That's it. So all I did was, that's all I do. I saw. I just watch YouTube videos to learn some stuff. So
2: it's weird.
0: Oh my like- God! Wait a second. Oh my! It's this is funny. This is why you do not trust just a single source. But there's an article that says that they can actually remember things for at least five months. I don't know. I'm not digging into the whole article. I'm reading a blurb from it. But that's the first thing. That's the first thing that pops up on Google. I have no idea if that's true or not. I'm not saying it's true. But um, five months.
2: I, go. Think, I think have the, we
0: been duped, all of us? I think
2: the premise is still worth <laughs> it. It's just whatever to fit our narrative, right? So, so I don't, I don't. You have to have a short memory.
1: Uh, the Cardinals That's need it. to have one. Um, this is a good opportunity this week, really, to relax, get themselves mentally and emotionally together again, realize how great they can be. There now, there's another, sh- there's another level to finish the season with. We still got four games. I think. Four games until we get into a bye week, yeah. yeah. which that would be very helpful physically, emotionally and mentally. And the next four games are not easy games. So, the, you know, we kind of go back and forth out of a conference and stuff like that. But in truth, it's, it's going to be a good test for us physically, mentally and emotionally as a team to see how can we continue that process of growth and look back over the last seven games and say what we left on the table and how much we can how far we can really grow.
2: Can I make a quick prediction here in the next 10 days? So I, the, they play the Niners in what feels like forever from now, a week from Sunday at San Francisco. The Niners play a, a banged-up, bad Bears team mm-hmm. at, at home this weekend. I think the Niners win that game with Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I think the narrative's going to change, even for a, a soon-to-be 3- and 4-Niner team, that this team is going to be disrespected again, and I think they feed off of that. I think leading up to the game, I think the spread will indicate that. I think the Cardinals will go to San Francisco as a team that, that people have brushed off, even with the Niners playing sub subpar football, because they're going to get George Kittle back. They're going to get some of their defensive backs back. So just something to watch for. Perfect opportunity for the Cardinals to play that disrespect card again.
0: Well, and the way things ended, Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game told Kyler Murray, we'll see you in the playoffs. I'm sure that's something that what it felt... Good in the midst of a lot of disappointment in the loss. We all know that Kyler hates losing more than anybody. Yeah. Um. And something that um. You know. That'd be that would be awesome if we see a rematch in the playoffs.
1: I agree with you. That's um, all I gotta say. i'm
2: Um. I'm, <laughs> I'm it's unfortunate though, Cheerson, that it, it likely will be at Lambeau Field and may have red face in the process because it will be. <laughs> It will be negative 20. I was thinking about that last night at the press conference. Like, Wait, you have oh to my
0: explain God. yourself for people who may so, not have had to to that so conversation. That, so
2: we've we've compared yes. January football in in Green Bay Lambeau with the Tom Coughlin red face of, I think, 2007 <laughs> when he had frostbite on his face. And the plan is now is we're going to send Houston potentially to Lambeau Field in January and expose her face on the sideline and see if she does in fact get red faced. Because she's never been to Lambeau field. So <laughs> could be an opportunity now. Divisional round, <laughs> NFC championship game, Cheers and in a puffy coat, puffy suit, onesie, kinda Wait, like mine. Have you
0: ever had to talk in the cold like at a like a freezing cold game before?
2: Not I not that so I So I'm the
0: worst with it. My jaw freezes. Now we have to send you. <laughs> it's an you're, actual thing. You're gonna
2: go to Lambeau, late January, <laughs> NFC championship game, Cardinals at Packers. It's oh an actual
0: God. thing. It's really hard for me to talk in the cold. I'll talk slowly because I can't feel my mouth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> got to grit your teeth a little bit. <laughs> All right, <we're> <laughs> Cardinals are here at Lambeau <laughs> Stadium. That would be pretty pretty <laughs> awesome though. Uh, be awesome. Uh, well, the,
2: an- the top of the N- the NFC. Can I just say this? Yeah, is just completely stacked. So the Cardinals can't. You, you want them to be able to take a breath, but like the Rams on their heels. Tampa Bay right now is the favorite to even come out of the NFC. They've already lost to the Packers. Tie break scenario. It. It's a gauntlet. It's so going I a, to be a gauntlet. I have a,
0: a stat for you. Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, and Rams have the best records in the NFL. The NFC is the first conference to have the five teams with the outright best records in the league through Week 7 since the 1970 merger.
2: Wow. Wow. Not as much wow. parity as the league would like. There are no. a lot of bad teams in the NFC, and I think the common denominator is, you look at those, I think you read four teams there, uh all elite. Oh, did
0: I leave one off? No, no,
2: I think four or five teams. Did you leave? You say one, five teams? One, two,
0: three, four. I left one out. Who did I leave out? So the
2: Rams, the Cardinals, the Bucs. Cowboys? Did I leave Cowboys yes, out? Yes, okay. and the Cowboys. Cowboys. So My all bad. those teams, I knew what you meant. All those teams have elite quarterback play right now, and I think there's just a huge gap with the have-nots, with Russell Wilson being out, San Francisco's issues, everybody in the South kind of playing garbage football, and Both the north and the east, uh, there's just there's a huge gap between the major players in the NFC, whereas the AFC is a little m- more muddled.
1: Very true. Uh,
0: all right, I was seeing if we could get one more comment in here. Um, uh, did you all see the Packers players mocking JJ on Twitter from Jordan P? I didn't see that actually.
2: I did, I saw, uh, I think Preston Smith was like reiterated his comments maybe were just effing better, which is not in good care if JJ plays and that's and they one beat, thing
0: right. it's 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 a, a free playing field at that point you know talk your smack whatever but the fact that jj just i mean it's devastating you, you got to have a little bit of respect at the same time for some of the great players and some of not only the great players but guys that do so much for the game itself
2: yeah like the cardinals were that much effing better because they had jj watt now they don't so let's just let's pump the brakes and it was a three-point game you know, kudos to the Packers. No one's taking away anything from the Packers. And I don't, like Preston Smith, you're you're like co-favorites to win the NFC. No one's di- dismissing the Packers this year. The Cardinals have been dismissed by the national media. You're the Green Bay Packers.
0: That's is there not, any it's way he didn't know that, like, J.J. W- was potentially having season-ending? No, it, just, season it was ending.
2: really short-sighted on his yeah. part. And I hopefully he has to eat his words later.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that that is the point. Like, it's, dude, you are playing with the Green Bay Packers and you've already been touted as the favorite. And no matter what you do, if you suck and stink and suck and stink and suck and stink, they're still going to say Green Bay Packers. got a chance to win the the NFC North, and they got a chance to be in the playoffs. I don't care if they're the eighth seed. So that's the point. The Cardinals have not had never never had the similar conversations. Expected to finish
2: fourth in their division.
1: So I mean, like that—that is uh, definitely short sighted and disrespectful. But if you need that to make yourself feel like you finally got some uh, some some sense of notoriety on your defense. Because you guys shut down, Murray. Good job. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. We're not worried about that. <laughs> Long season. Long, right? Long season. We'll see you soon. So.
0: All right. Well, um, are you going out like that tonight, Frank?
1: Uh, I, I don't. I, well, tonight's young. Where can and we find
0: you? Where can we find you, we find Honestly, you as Mr. today, Christmas. big
1: shout out to my, 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 my A three, Ava Cabrielle. She is fifteen today. <laughs> My birthday. my number three, I got three daughters, Anaya, Elena, and Ava. And Ava is fifteen a day. They're at some juke joint doing a karaoke thing they mom have for them. So a bunch of people are kind of getting together. They're supposed to be done about eight o'clock. So I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna jet out of here and try to run over there and catch them. If I don't, that was then fine. yeah. Well, my karaoke, my karaoke moment is uh, very limited. But <clears throat> I don't believe that Dad at all. might bust out the tune. So I don't believe that. I'm at telling all. you, brother, this voice, this voice cracks like glass. Man, and <laughs> thrown at the wall. Trust me, it's horrible.
0: Um, I a quick story. One <laughs> of when I first started dating my boyfriend, very first started dating him. I think it was the first time we ever had gone out with, with like friends. It was like a couple. We're like a weekend.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Like a weekend. He sings karaoke. It was the worst thing I've ever heard in my I entire life. you say he's
2: a beautiful singer. No. <laughs> she says the worst thing I've was, ever heard. I was
0: like looking around. And I was like, uh, I never.
2: <laughs> that's good. That's but funny. you know
0: what, though? it Props to him because he had the personality where he just doesn't care. Like he had fun, he had a blast. I just didn't know his personality at the time. Yeah. Like I thought he was being serious, and it was like the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. That's I, good. Probably going to get back to. I'm so sorry, Nick. But um, props to anybody who will get up there and sing karaoke because I won't.
2: Dude, did you not do it? That was just that was no, I,
0: no. I will not do it, and that's why I respect him even more for it. Because can you sing. What can I say? Yeah, absolutely. Not. No, I'm terrible at okay. it. Okay, I'm terrible Look, at it.
1: My ex-wife can sing.
0: Frank, you want to
1: sing? You gonna be all right. You can shut it down. That's that's not good. I got you'll never find. There you yeah, go. It's like you sang on the show line. Hairline like mine. That's me and Saul's top song. What that we typically do. But outside of that, my daughters. This is not that's a karaoke moment for my daughters. They mom can sing. Like uh, she has two CDs out. She was a lead okay. praise and worship. Wow. She's just fine and singing. The girls can sing. They sound good. They are characters. They have what about great a personality. With your daughter. I will just be in the back doing be the the baritone. Sh- I'll just be doing the dance, the shoe wop, the shoe wop, and the doo wop. That's all I got. But walk then it out? I, I mean, I can walk it out. You <laughs> I walk it out. I can dance. I can, uh, I can dance. A, now my great. daughters <laughs> asked me this one thing. They did ask me, "Could I dance?" And I was like, "Heck yeah!" So now when we go out, and we go to eat, and we like go to a fun restaurant and have like music playing, so I just I'd be like bopping with them and whatnot, and they'd be like. And they get embarrassed by it, but I like, nah, Dad can dance. Y'all just know That's pretty cool, you know. But they they've never seen me be cool, so like that no, is. So you see you pop dad. over to YouTube, they can see you be cool. Yeah, on well, Saturdays and Sundays. I, I try to give it to them, but and it's my daughters, you know. They they know how they they get embarrassed. Kids get embarrassed by your parents, man. That's just. Wait, it is how old's your is. oldest? Naya's nineteen.
0: Nineteen.
1: Lena is eighteen. Oh my god, that's Naya close in age. Yeah, I know. So
0: nineteen, eighteen,
1: fifteen. Uh, both off seasons. We had an off weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Back-to-back (laughs) off-season. Both off-season weekends. Mom was like, how you doing? I was like, how you doing? Oh man! So expect somebody in about four weeks. (laughs) When the Cardinals have an off-season, off-weekend, somebody's going to show up by Christmas time. (laughs) (laughs) But we pregnant. (laughs) Okay. I can't stop that. That's (laughs) That's what happens, Joe. You know, know, football, you know, y'all grind. All we do is grind. Yeah. Right? All we do is grind. Like in football, you grind. You get up in the morning. You try to make this thing work between 5 and 7 o'clock in the, in the morning doing treatment and therapy. You guys are prepping, getting up in the morning, watching what the East Coast is talking about. Then you find out, you know, you find your, your storylines. You dive in what you got to do, and you get ready to do the work. There's, a gr- there's some grunt that takes place in what you guys are doing, what we're doing. It's not like the same. The players are doing the exact same thing. So, And then you finally, you finally get a chance to be at the house. Walk around with your flip flops and go time. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> go time. That's right. Flip flops, baby, and sandals and daddy's ready to get the party popped. <laughs> oh no. Let's go some touchdowns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, well, right now days. that we know
0: you have a, a karaoke party to get to, yep. we want to make sure that you're actually able to do Thank that. So, so for our much. viewers, if you have not subscribed on YouTube, wherever it's your podcast, bad, it's hit that face. subscribe button, follow us on social media at PHNX underscore sports, <laughs> and we shall see you. We have got the weekend off with the Thursday game, so we'll see you on Monday.
1: <sighs> Thank you so very much for that.